Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of that site, now is an absolute perfect chance to do it. Four bucks for $10. I'm sorry. Four months for ten dollars. <laughs> Whoa! I, I wish Whitetail Bucks were that cheap. Four but they're bucks. not. Hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, uh, got a great show for you today, man. We got some things to talk about. I'm joined as I always am by Mr. J Head, Mr. Cole Pinkston, fellas. How about you? How about you, brother? All right. I uh, I, I told my wife who cuts my hair, give me the J Head. Mm. Oh, go ahead, brother. I hear you. Is that high and tight? <laughs> I'm tight, baby. It's just a little fade to it. I, I didn't go quite that far, but but I'm I'm almost there with you, Jay. <laughs> I, I you, love bro. it. I you. Hit me with the J hand. <laughs> there you go. Right, look, we can show those cuts off together when we do our uh, when we get together for the spring game, fellas. Oh, you go. good you go. stuff, man. Hey, uh, we've got visitors coming back to campus. Offers practices under underway under Hugh Freeze. Before we get to all that. I had a bunch of people ask me who could sell their home for them, and I've got just the person for them, Jessica Andrus. Hey, give Jessica Andrus a call, 334-704-4442. Quick, uh, quick update, folks. Jessica has transferred. She entered hmm. the transfer portal. She was recruited heavily by the Talons Group. When wow. went, went on an official visit maybe six or seven days ago, announced her commitment, and has recently signed. So she is officially a member of the Talents Group, and, folks, that makes it even better for anybody looking to sell their home or, or, or purchase a new home. Give her a call, folks, five-star realtor, 334-704-4442. She is with the Talons Group. Mm, what's that right. L build up? <laughs> <laughs> a nice little ad there. Oh yeah. Hey, courtesy of the instructions of Mr. Zach in the back. Hey, hey there you go. Give him a plug. That's Big for dog. Sure. Big dog. Um, all right, folks, if you uh, weren't listening earlier, Auburn's football practice under Hugh Freeze has officially begun. The Tigers took to the field Monday this week. They returned on Wednesday. Wednesday was the first day uh, that the dead period had lifted. Recruits could visit. Auburn didn't waste any time. They got Joseph Phillips, the four-star linebacker, slash Jack, uh, yes. on campus again. He is from Booker T. Washington down in Tuskegee. Cole, I had a talk with him afterwards, and, you know, you've been high on this kid's character. Forget about his football player. Forget, him, forget about him as a football player. He's a freaking stud football player. Dude, it was my first – more of an in-depth conversation. He was awesome. So, yeah, I, you believe me now, Jeffrey? Yes. <laughs> Cole, he even called me back to yeah, say man. thank you. Yeah. Wow. He's he was very he was very impressive, man. If you guys didn't uh, – if, if you guys missed that story, he, he came up yesterday. He came up – actually, we're recording on Thursday. He came up yesterday, Wednesday, to Auburn's football practice. He spent a lot of times – I thought this – a lot of time – thought this was the interesting part with Ron Roberts, who he says, and this may have been common knowledge, but I didn't know Ron Roberts was coaching the Jacks. Yes. So, I mean, I had an idea that he might do that, but when I was in the viewing window for practice on Monday, he was with them full time uh, during the part we saw. So he was doing fundamentals with them, and I was like, hmm, he's getting hands on and all that. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Well, it makes sense, right? You got Josh Aldridge handling the inside backers. You got Jeremy Garrett on the defensive line. Who the hell is going to coach the Jacks, right? Mm-hmm. Ron Roberts. There you Ron go. Roberts, Joseph Phillips, six three two twenties, which I think you've got him listed at Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent a lot of time with Ron Roberts. He went to the meetings. He did everything. He said he did everything. He got a full uh, view of the practice process, is what he called it, and uh, was was very. Uh, intrigued, very enthusiastic about his feelings towards Auburn. He did as he, um, I think Cole, he had told, he told me, he said, I had planned on doing it, making a commitment, 
at the end of March, I've now decided I'm going to wait and take some official visits mm-hmm. and then make a decision definitely by the end of the summer because I want this done before my senior season starts. And go talk to us about this guy. That, I, I haven't watched his video. That's new news, I would say, because when I talked to him, he said, hey, it will be at the end of March to talk to his coach. Yes, he will be ready. By, but his coach is like, but, you know, we haven't seen all these places. And I, I made that clear then, and I, I want to make that clear now, too. Hey, he's got a lot of places to see because why? He's only been to Auburn, really. He lives right down the road. That's a place he's been several times now, now another time where he got a more in-depth look that he was actually wanting on junior day, to be honest, that he didn't get. So he came back on the first day he was able to. Again, he can get over there whenever he wants to. He's got all these other schools that are knocking down the door trying to get to him. So, yeah, I I, I think it's a good decision for him to move it on back, go see these schools, and, and then make your decision after you get a good look at everybody. But, again, you know, gut feeling says going to be hard, maybe hard to beat Auburn here. Auburn's definitely the team to beat. I walked away sure. from it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't – I put the prediction in. I, I feel confident about it right now. I've got no reason to change it. Maybe i change it if he if he's just sure. blown away by one of these schools. But it just seems to me like everything that I've learned about him, he, he could be he could be Auburn's to lose. Jay Head, do you like him at either one of the positions inside or outside? I prefer him on the outside at the Jack. I think he's a natural there. In fact, on the board the other day, I comped him as Marcus Washington. Mm. If you're an Auburn fan, you'll know who Marcus Washington is. Number 82. Yes, sir. And he played at Auburn at around 6'3", 245. I would expect Joseph to probably his frame to fill out to be about that, where he's 6'3", maybe on verge of 6'4 now, probably playing north of 240, even 250. Um, very impressive-looking athlete, a guy that could – in high school plays – at wide receiver, also plays outside linebacker slash defensive end for his high school team. Natural pass rusher, got really good change of direction. And me and Cole both talked about him on the show before he was ranked, and we thought he was a four-star. Yep. Um, now that ranking has caught up industry-wide. It's not just on three that sees him that way. It's on three, it's 24-7, it's rivals, it's everybody. And Auburn, from the very beginning, has treated him like a priority target, regardless yep. of where his stars were. They've been on this kid and on him early. So I'm with Cole. I'm inclined to say, look, we were on this kid before anybody else. Cadillac Williams was the first big power five school to offer him. I think Josh Aldridge um, and Jeremy Garrett have done a fantastic job of recruiting him. And now he's starting to formulate a relationship with Ron Roberts. And it's always a little different when the coordinator is kind of like going to be your position coach. You get that little extra you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of like yeah. a little extra special feeling for the kid to know, hey, the D.C. is going to be coaching me up. The guy that knows he's the architect of this defense. He knows the ins and the outs, and he's going to be the one on me every day. I think the quote from your story was, he's like my high school coach. He's going to be on you on the field, but he'll love you up off the field. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a really telling comment. You guys are right. He's going to go visit, what, Georgia, Texas A&M, Tennessee, maybe Alabama, I think. I think those are the schools that are in the mix. Clemson. Like you just Clemson, but you got to like the way Auburn's positioned themselves here to not only get him on for junior day, but now for a second visit. And my guess is you'll get him back again before the end of the spring, if I had to guess. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, he's coming back for a day. Did you say you that? Go. He's coming back for a day, and then he'll be back in the summer for an official visit. So at least two more is already set. He hasn't set the dates for his official visits, but he, he, he'll come to Auburn uh, for an official visit. I, I feel like fairly. Com- I feel fairly. Com- he didn't say that, but I feel fairly confident that. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's. Uh, um, so Wednesday, he was the lone visitor that we're aware of uh, at, at the practice on Wednesday. Friday is going to be a little bit bigger of a group. Um, some of the guys that we have already confirmed: four-star uh, defensive back Ricardo Jones from Northside. In is that Warner Robins? Yes, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Egan Boyer, the big offensive tackle from North Carolina, is coming down for his second trip in the last six weeks. He was at the big junior day in January. He'll be back for an unofficial visit Friday, and then he's already locked in his official visit for June 16th to the 18th, I think he told Keith. Uh, Malik Blockton, the uh, defensive lineman from Pike Rose, coming down. Tevis Metcalf, the defensive back from Pinson Valley, is coming over or down. And then Jordan Floyd. <laughs> really like that kid. <laughs> yeah, man. He was Jordan he was. from uh, Brad Lester's uh, Parkview. Park yes, Parkview. 
several guys over there at Parkview. Those guys. Too. Oh, they'll, he'll, they'll, yeah, I'm guessing he'll be one of the many uh, guys oh, yeah. there. Um, speaking of Joseph Phillips and visits, first of all, Keith Niebuhr, who's usually with us, he's uh, on assignment there in Tampa, Florida. I think he's at Tampa Catholic checking on some kids. I know uh, some, several of those kids uh, that have Auburn offers uh, have already planned visits to Auburn this spring. He's going to uh, get us some updates on those guys. Uh, but want to back up a week. Last week, Cole, where was the was it the Under Armour? Yeah, yeah, in Carrollton, Georgia. Um, Jordan Floyd, the guy you just mentioned, who doesn't have an Auburn offer yet from Parkview, big offensive tackle guy, looked pretty good to me out there. Uh, he's a guy that I know Auburn is just keeping him as warm as possible, and I, I think an offer could eventually happen there. And if it does, I've had a long conversation with him. I think he would be very interested because. He he keeps coming back for a reason. I put it that way. Yeah. Um, Who are some man, of the guys from Parkview, Cole? I, you, well, uh, another guy that there was two other guys from Parkview. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think Mike Matthews, five star, is from Parkview. Yes. Yes. Five star receiver has been offered by Auburn in football and basketball. Good sport I, I guy. I have no idea what position he plays in basketball. I'm assuming guard. Um, uh, of two guard. Two guard. Okay. Which would. Certainly help Auburn basketball right now. <laughs> he, he's, he's not he, he, he's not the five like he played back in the day, Cole. No, he he doesn't get down. Cole was the five on the, on the on the Prattville Baptist Church League. Yeah, I hear you. The upward Fraser Church League. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, all right, I think, I think I led the league in rebounds. But anyway, Charles uh, Barkley, baby. That's right. That's right. Um. Yeah, he's one, and then Jalen Crawford also goes to yes. part, part view. He's a corner. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Four-star corner. That is the first time I've gotten to talk to him. I've been trying to track him down um, because I'm, I know that Auburn views him really highly, like really high, <clears throat> really highly. So mm-hmm. I wanted to catch catch up with him. The dude is really, really into Auburn. I'll put it that way. Uh, if you haven't read his story, go back to his profile on three. Go read that story. It, I couldn't, you know, uh, it was hard to put into words the way he responded when, when we talked about Auburn in person. And, and this is a big group setting, so this is not one-on-one like some of these are. But he kind of lit up, you know. He was like, man, they are really – I love the way that they're recruiting me. I love the way they're recruiting me. Everybody is. Etheridge, McGriff, Roberts, all these guys. And, and I knew he was a priority going in, and that just confirmed it. So he he is definitely a top guy. I think Clemson's in the mix. Mm, very like much. That. Yeah, it, it's not going to be an easy pull for Auburn, but they're definitely top two or three in my opinion. Those were um, – who else did you walk away from that uh, combine? Justin Green. Oh, yeah. Justin Green for sure. Uh, that's uh, That's a guy that – I know also Auburn is really high on for the probably the Jack, I would say. But he's he might actually grow into a defensive end five technique mm-hmm. uh because he he wanted to. I, I thought it was interesting. They were doing uh, you know, the offensive line, defensive line one on ones and I got some clips of him. I'm gonna share those in the next couple of days. Um he he lined up at edge. He won his reps at edge and he said, All right, I'm gonna go down here at three technique and go against a guard. He won those reps. So this is a guy that can do a little bit of both. Um, we always try to make a comparison. Maybe Colby Wooden is your mm-hmm. guy. You can slide in and out, do whatever you need him to do. Um, and Auburn's, Auburn's in the thick of it, man. Once again, they're, they're definitely in the thick of it. I think they've made a big move with him at junior day, truly. Wow. I think uh, Jeremy Johnson has something on him today. He's coming in. I don't think he set a visit yet. I mean, he's co- he's going to visit, no doubt. Um, I don't think he set a date yet. Jay, did you want to uh, touch on some folks coming out of that combine? Absolutely. Um, and you guys talked about the top two that were on my list as far as guys when I'm kind of reading your stories and making my own thoughts about you know what are what are guys really saying? What are they actually saying about Auburn? But Jalen Crawford and Justin Green were at the top. Beyond them, Cam Coleman. Um, who oh, had yeah. a very impressive day, and obviously he has sh- shot up the uh, 
the prospect list here on every recruiting website um, as far as his profile goes. Inside linebacker Bradley Shaw, who's a, a high-end target for Auburn. It seemed like he had a pretty decent day. And then defensive tackle Jeremiah Beaton. Mm. Um, all priority targets for Auburn, all guys. It seemed like they had a good experience at the Under Armour camp and got good reviews. And then, Cole, I, I really kind of want your opinion. There were two three-star gems that not a lot of people are talking about, but I think after they're showing at the Under Armour camp, they may start to get a little, you know, a few more bites at the apple, and that's Tevis Metcalf and defensive tackle Terrence Hibbler. I know you had a piece on him today. Yeah, and I'm going to have more on Terrence because I talked to him last night, and that was another fun interview because he's he's all about Auburn. Actually, I think Auburn's the only visit he's had scheduled for a while now because he he texted me a while back. This was two or three months, uh, weeks ago, and he said, "Hey, I'll be at Auburn March 25th." I didn't have I didn't even have to ask him; he just did it. I was like, "Wow." And then he's like, hey, reschedule for the A-Day game. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He just volunteering this information. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those are the and, ones you, you those are the ones you put a little asterisk beside. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I yeah, really. They're, they're interested. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good gauge. Mm-hmm. That's a good gauge. Um, I asked him why he changed to A-Day. He said, well, I mean, because there's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be lit. I was like, okay. I like it. And that'll be his first time going to Auburn. He's never been there before. So, uh, yeah, he's a three star. I, I was surprised because I watched, I actually had never looked at his ranking. Uh, I just hadn't paid attention to it, honestly. And then I watched him, got some video of him. I said, that guy's good. Yeah. And he's a three star. So interesting. Well, Auburn doesn't really view him as a three star. They, they view him as much higher than that. It, at least he tells me that. And I, I think that's pretty true too from checking around. So, uh, Guy to watch, 100%, Terrence Hibbler. Um, Tevis Metcalf, you know, it's kind of hard uh, to watch the receivers and DBs because it's so fast and there's like thousands of guys running routes and it's hard to catch all the guys. But he caught my eye one time because he's uh, he's just pretty physical, you know. I guess that kind of comes with the name Metcalf, right? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Obviously, there's some history there with his – that's his brother, right, DK? DK's his second cousin. Second cousin. Okay. So there's some history there with Coach Hugh Freeze. Um, you know, I'm still trying to learn about his recruitment, but as a player, he won the MVP, you know, won the MVP of the day for the DBs. So uh, maybe Auburn starts to crank it up with him a little bit too. I wouldn't be surprised by that. He is currently a three-star. Yep. 180. Uh, Yeah. Not a okay. big guy. Not a super big guy. He's kind of solid, though. I'll give him that. To be 5'10", he looks, and 180, he looks to me like he's pretty solid. So, uh, I think Arkansas's a big contender there. And that's where his brother did sign. His actual brother did sign with Arkansas last year. There you go. T- Who's his brother? TJ. TJ Metcalf. TJ. Yeah. He was a three-star in the 23 class. Yep. Okay. Um, we had a question today on the corner, Auburn Live on Three's message board. I think it's from North Georgia. Tiger. Tiger. Oh, yeah. Go ahead walk us through that. I thought it was a very interesting. Obviously, some good talking points in here for us to uh, to answer. Absolutely. Um, and this is kind of dovetails into what we did last year, which are kind of five names to know at each position. And I oh, think yeah. We'll, pro- we'll probably yeah. get back to that at some yeah. point. But I thought this was a good way to kind of break back in. But he gave us a laundry list of guys. I've kind of trimmed it down some on my list, but I'm interested to see where you guys are. Um, Of inside linebacker, I I deviated from – he had a a laundry list of guys, both jack and inside. I think we could talk about inside linebacker today and then maybe save the jack position for another time. But five guys, and I've got them ranked, I think, as far as how I perceive their recruitments as – potential guys that we can land. And I've got them from one to five as far as where they fall in that hierarchy. And number one on my list is D'Angelo Barber. I think he's an Auburn-type kid. I think he's a really good inside linebacker prospect. Um, he's now ranked as a four-star, I believe, with on three, as well as another site. Um, I'm not exactly sure which one. But 
a guy that's a little on the smaller side or shorter side, not smaller side, but on the shorter side, but really good sideline to sideline speed, plays the game the way it's supposed to, very physical from the linebacker position. Um, number two on my list was Bradley Shaw inside linebacker from Hoover. I think that we're going to get some – he's a kid we've been on for a long time now. I have no idea. You know, the competition is going to be stiff. Alabama's in there. Georgia's in there. Several others are in there. But I think if Auburn were to push here, he's a guy that we could have some success with. Um, Xavier Hamilton um, is a kid from inside linebacker position. I think that Auburn's got a really good shot at it if we push. I'm not in love with his game because I think he's a little slow to react, but that doesn't make him a bad player by any means. It just means that he's he coached up some when he gets to the next level. Demarcus Riddick is the prize guy. I mean, he's obviously top of the board. If Auburn could land him, he's a game changer. I don't know right now if we could flip him from Georgia. I think he grew up a Georgia fan. That's going to be a really tough one to pull. But I think Hugh Freeze and uh, Josh Aldridge are giving it everything they got. That's for dang sure. And then last on my list is a kid, an interesting prospect out of South Georgia, the Brunswick area, Devin Smith, a guy that we're recruiting that could play Jack. He could play the inside spot. He's got some position versatility to him. And, in fact, Cole, I know you've talked about it before, but even on his high school tech, they've got him lined up as like the deep deep third safety at, at times. Yeah. Make yeah. It, making plays in the open field. So a really interesting guy. But I'd be interested to hear your guys' top five. Who do you think we're kind of in line with or who's in play at the inside linebacker spot? Uh, are, when you say spot, uh, remind me again, guys, there's going to be in this de- in base defense of Ron Roberts, there's going to be two backers. Yeah, two inside linebackers. I would just consider two inside backers. Consider it like a box linebacker and then an edge, to put it in, you know, shorter terms like that. Well, I think you're going to have three, three linebackers. If you're if you're talking yeah, that format, yeah. Cole, so you're talking right. two inside guys and then a jack. Yes, yes. Who can yeah. drop back and be give you a four three or rush and give you the five? Right. Three. Yeah. And if you move, yeah, if you move into a dime look, one of those guys is going to come off the field. Right. But, okay. Right. So your mic and your wheel basically is what you're looking. Right. At. There you go. Yep. Cole, you go. All right. I will. So these are the five. Let me just make sure I got the question correct. These are the five guys we think Auburn's in the best shape with. Yes, in the the best shape with. Now, he also asked us, who are you, dream five? I I, I don't want to debate. You know what I mean? I I, I don't want to get a list of five-star guys that have no shot at coming to Auburn. So I'd I'd rather keep it with the realistic targets. He said there were two questions. Out of the following group of linebackers, and he he listed several, which four linebackers Mm -hmm. would you take if you had your pick? And then secondly, where we stand today, what four do you think Auburn has the best chance of signing? Uh, He he listed Riddick, uh, Miles Graham, Bradley Shaw, Sterling Dixon, Joseph Phillips, Jordan Burns, Jamonte Waller, D'Angelo Barber, Ashton Woods, and Xavier Hamilton. Now, from what I'm learning from you two guys – is that some of these guys are not really eligible for that position, the inside linebacker spot? Or is like he counting a, them all three together? Are you saying it? He's There's, counting them all three together. Like Jamonte so. Waller, to me, is a jack all the right, way. Joseph right. Phillips is a jack. Um, so take kind of take those guys off your board. Of the ones that he listed that are inside linebackers, to me, let me get to that question. Here's here's what I was going to say earlier, but you know linebacker is such a linebacker to me in this class. There's a lot of freaking good linebackers, man. Very yeah, much so, and that's just in Alabama and Georgia. There's there's a lot of really really good linebackers in this class, and it's a position that we have a a serious need at as well. So it's kind of some really good timing there. For Perfect us timing when you're looking at replenishing the cupboard. But guys that are inside guys are Riddick, Graham, Shaw. Maybe Sterling Dixon. I'm not exactly sure how the staff use him. Cole, you would know better than me. Um, Barber and Hamilton. Okay. All right. So out of that group, this is, and I'll I'll put them in a ranking. I'll say this: the first guy I say is the one most likely. Yeah. Mine is the same as yours. DJ Barber is number one for me on that list. I think Auburn's got the best shot with him. Um, next, uh, I'm going to go with DeMarcus Riddick. Okay. For number two. I like it. 
Um, and the only reason I'm not going with Xavier Hamilton there is because I just don't know where he sits on the board. That's my that's my reasoning there. I know I know that Demarcus Riddick is take him no matter what. It doesn't matter if we have 18 linebackers, we're taking that guy. I'd agree. So he's number two. Uh, Xavier Hamilton would be number three, just because I think if he got the green light, I feel like Auburn would probably have a really great shot with him. Uh, number four, I, I'm. It's a toss-up to me between Miles Graham and Bradley Shaw. Okay. Uh, I lean towards Auburn having somewhat of a shot with Miles Graham. Me and Keith have talked about that a little bit because his dad is such good friends with Cadillac, and Miles is actually from uh, you know the Atlanta area, same school that Demari Austin went to. I uh, can't think of the name. Woodward, Woodward Academy. Yes. Uh, and, and there's a lot of ties there, and, and I think there's some things that are working for Auburn in that situation. Of course, you know, if his dad really wants him at Florida or if he really likes Florida, he'll stay at Florida. But I'm watching that program a little bit. That should be interesting what happens with them down the line here with this class. If something happens, does he change his mind? Does, does Auburn come into play? Maybe. That's that's why I think he's yeah. So I guess number five would be Bradley Shaw. Okay. I, That's I feel like something tells me Bradley Shaw maybe leans more toward going out of state. Don't ask me why, just a gut feeling. Okay. I, I don't know how to explain that. You've talked to the kid, Cole. I put a lot into guys that actually have conversations with kids and kind of their overall or their overall feeling. Whereas you would think proximity to home and Hoover would play to Auburn's advantage. When you talk to a kid, sometimes you just get the feel of, mm, they just want to do something different, right? Sure. Absolutely. Hey, for me, um, I really only have two. Uh, Cole D'Angelo Barber. Yeah. He's he's a guy I put an asterisk beside. Next oh, yeah. Year because Definitely. just like Hibbler. Is it Hibbler? Is that right? Yeah, Hibbler. Hibbler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I said. He has he has been keeping initiating contact with me to keep me abreast of his plans with Auburn. Yeah, uh, I like Auburn there. If in fact he is a take, and I don't have any reason to think he's not. Cole, I, I'm kind of like you, dude, with this Demarcus Reddick guy. Oh, two of you! I hear you. I don't know why, but. I feel a lot better about him than Miles Graham. Let's put it that way. Oh, I would yeah. agree with that. And if that's why Graham's not even on my list. No, he would be at the very bottom. Xavier Hamilton, Auburn okay. could get him if they wanted to. I got that okay. feeling. So on, on Riddick, real quick, uh, Jeffrey, just like I get the feeling that, that Bradley Shaw may want to look around and, and sort of get away from home, it feels to me like Riddick maybe doesn't. That's the vibe I got. That You know, things change. Weekly, hourly, sure. with recruiting. So I haven't talked to him in a week now. Maybe yeah. he... next week we might say, "No, nah, Auburn's not going to flip that guy." Right, but but the feeling I got when I talked to him about a week, week and a half ago, there's there's some pull at Auburn because hey, it's right down the road, and I really like where I live currently, and like that, I like the feel over there. That's that's to me more than anything. Yes, the relationships are good, all that stuff is good, but the feel. Sometimes that wins out, and you got that going for him at Auburn, I think. And he will be back. He did tell me he doesn't know when, but this spring he will be back. Yes. Uh, I don't think we've locked him in for a date yet. No, he, he didn't have a date when I went to see him the other day, but he said he's coming back for sure, and he was going to take an official visit. So, uh, Sterling Dixon, eh. No, I, Jay Head? No. Yeah, I, I – Look, I don't. I, I'm going to be honest. I think the kid's a tweener to begin with. I'm not in love with his game. I'm not trying to criticize him by any means. Um, he's a he's a very twitchy athlete, but yes. to me, he's got tweener written all over him. I would rather avoid those type players in this class. Um, and I think he's I think he's solid with Alabama. Now he he was the D line MVP at the Under Armour camp. Sterling was, and mm-hmm. for good reason because he won all of his reps. And he did so with quickness. You know, he's, he gives the head fake or whatever, and 
and the guys are not prepared for that at these camps. But don't get me wrong, this is a really good player, uh, Sterling Dixon. He's just smaller and quicker, and, and these camps are built for guys like that, especially at this stage. That's what I was going to say, Cole. When you put pads on, it's a little bit different of a game. Sure. When the offensive when the offensive line has an opportunity to really put hands on you. Right. And my concern with him is his weight and the ability to play on the outside at the next level. I don't know that he diagnoses and does the things he needs to do from an inside line like a position at this point. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For me to have a high grade on him. Right. And right. It, this is not me trashing because he's committed to Alabama. This is just my honest read of Sterling Dixon, the prospect. And once again, he's a fantastic athlete from all – for everything I know, he's a great kid. Um, but I think that Auburn's got their eyes on other players. Um, and, and I don't really have him that highly on my board. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I thought that was a good question. So, yeah, put North Georgia on there. Um, coming up, what are we looking forward to in the future? Auburn will practice Friday. They will take off the next week for spring break. I still think there's going to be a couple of visitors trickle in and out during the week. Um, uh, Amir Grimsley, I believe. Is that his name? Jameer Grimsley. Yeah. Jameer. Yeah, and he's actually from Tampa Catholic, correct? That's, that's what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if some teammates weren't with him. There was another guy, Hall, Amir Hall, maybe? Um, uh, Amir, Amir Jackson. Jackson. Amir Jackson is supposed to come in next Wednesday, no practice. And then yep. Jameer Grimsley on Saturday, uh, no practice. Those two guys we confirmed during spring break. Auburn's not going to do a lot in spring break because these guys, since being hired, have not had any days yeah. off. Right. So I, I think Hugh, Hugh Freeze was pretty adamant about, hey, man, take some time, be with your family this week. Let's come back refreshed and ready to go um, yeah. on that <clears throat> March 13th week. Because March 13th. This is one of the days that I'm loving right now, guys. March 13th, two guys coming from Arizona. Came from, you got Casey Poe, the interior offensive lineman, coming from Texas. Yes. You got Dylan Hip, the tight end, coming from Arizona. And then uh, a guy I just confirmed with, I think earlier today, Jacarby Hobson, who is a, he's a 2025 kid, but if I'm not mistaken, he's like one of the top, he's a top 60 player in the 2025. He's the number four safety in the, in the 2025 class. He'll be coming yeah. in. And I'm sure that list is going to grow. And, of course, that uh, April 8th A-Day game is going to be impressive. We've already uh, – Cole, you uh, locked in uh, Isaiah Autry. How about Jared Smith? Yeah, yeah. The edge is the number five overall – or number 10 overall player in the country in 2025. Joseph Phillips mm. is coming back. Jeremiah Beeman. Braylon Burnside told me he's coming. Well, of course, Walker White's going to be back uh, for his second visit of the spring. He doesn't know when his first one is, but it will be soon. A lot going on, man. Auburn's still at three commitments. We don't have anybody on the horizon, you know, as far as, you know, the announcements coming up. We, we know Jamari and Fat Burnett. He's kind That's of been a roller coastering. Um, I'm keeping my eye on Martavius Collins, who told me uh, earlier today that he will be at Auburn for multiple days, multiple practices this spring. I'm guessing one practice and maybe the A-Day game. He has not set those dates. Um, but he's certainly a guy. He was on Walker White's 14 Most Wanted list. Yep. They've been communicating indirectly or directly on Twitter. Um, certainly a guy that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. I guess we all will. It's not like I got some hot take here on Martavius. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Anything else, fellas? Because it's going to start picking up after, at, probably after next week. When you when you get halfway through that spring, and April is on the horizon. I feel like before April 15th, Auburn's class will have doubled. I mean, that's not a much. I'm going from three to six. Right. Um, Egan Boyer, maybe? Maybe. Um, I kind of like the two that you mentioned the best, uh, Jamarian, Fat, Burnett, and Collier. But that's just because those are the two that we, you know, that we're comfortable with and that we know about. Um, it's hard to say, but you're right. It's when these kids start going on their high school spring break and they get an opportunity to come down here for, to Auburn for a couple of days and spend time with the staff, 
sometimes kids just pop, right? Like they yeah. just, you know what I mean? It, it just, it works that way. They get the kind of attention. They get the feel for Auburn that they were looking for. This staff is obviously doing things behind the scenes from a recruiting standpoint um, as far as keeping, either getting kids on campus or keeping them warm. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of a moving target for us right now. But I, I don't think you're wrong to say, Jeffrey, that it could double or be close to either five to six guys to have that expectation rolling into, you know, I mean, coming out of spring. Two, two, two to three commitments, you know, a week after, you know, because everybody, you know, if you're going to commit on a day, you're actually going to wait a couple, you know, you're going to set up an announcement right. or you're going to release it on Wednesday. Although you may have committed to the coaching staff on Saturday, you're probably not going to announce it immediately. The days of I'm walking out and, I, hey, I just committed, those, those days are over. But, hey, last thing for this show, um, one guy on each side of the ball that if you could – Put your little genie and make it happen. Give me one guy on each side of the ball in this class that you would have signed with Auburn. Oof, one reason I'm posing you. this question is because I know what mine mine are. I got my two right now. I got my offense. Let me think about defense. Let's start with offense. Cole, we'll start with you, and then we'll come back around to you and give you some time to think about defense. Cam oh. Cole. <laughs> Easy. Easy, hey, easy. I was thinking, and, and I think I said it on the live show right after I got – I mean, the reason I was 20 minutes late to the live show is because I was on the road back from the Under Armour camp, and I think I said on that, uh, he's a five-star if I've ever seen one, and then he gets bumped to a five-star, so that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, Jeffrey broke that news live on air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so much for that embargo. My bad. Hey, I, said, I said it was just a guess. I, I, there you go. There you go. An educated guess. Um, yes, Cam Coleman to me. And listen, I like the big uglies, man. But honestly, right now, guys, at this point in this recruiting class, I have no idea if you said you can have any office of tackle in the country that, that's, that's Auburn's in on right now. I don't know right. who it is. I don't know who, who the five-star offensive, you know, who is that guy? I, I don't know. Maybe Daniel Calhoun. There, would, okay. Maybe. Yeah, that, that's yeah. probably the guy. James but to Rich. me, it, that, yeah. the offensive line is a need. Don't get me wrong. It's a need in every class. Mm-hmm. But Auburn needs an alpha dog on the outside. Yeah. Hugh Freeze, his own record, is saying, hey, I love big receivers and the catch radius. They give you an advantage in the way the game is played today. Cam Coleman is an alpha dog, guys. He's a game. And he dude. he's he's my I'm gonna I'm gonna let Jeffrey pick somebody else, but that Cole, you stole mine right there. That's oh hell, the that was mine too. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was an easy one for me too. I mean it yeah. was like Cam Coleman. The guy. Guy. I don't know. You got, you got Walker White. You yeah, got, you got you well, you already got Walker White in the in the boat. Now I'll give you one. Um who's the running back out of Mississippi? Oh yeah. Uh, Hill. Yeah, Hill. Yeah. Okay. If you're gonna take Cam Coleman. I absolutely would take Daniel Hill. He is a freak show athlete, Cole. I mean, I think he is extremely dynamic. If you could get those two guys in the same class, whew. Hey, Cam Coleman's mine. Zach in the back jumped in and said, uh, if you can't get Cam Coleman, give me Jamari and Fat Burnett. Zach in the back, come to the front. You like you like Fat? <laughs> I do. Auburn's got a history of developing good running backs. He's got the size. He's got the production. I think he can be that every down back. And, man, I, I like what we have right now in the running back room. But looking forward, I think I think he can come in day one, contribute, and be a two-, three-year starter for Auburn. Okay. He's got some Rudy Johnson to him for sure. I, oh, yeah, nice. What do I know? I, I – I, I judge these kids more on um, their recruitment, recruitments and sure. how little or lot of stress they put me through as a person <laughs> slash reporter. <laughs> and, this dude's roller, you, and this dude's like, you know, commitment coming soon, and, and he means four months from now. Yeah. I, I, you know. Like how many times you got to, you know, re- rewrite that story? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, commit- I'm committing soon. Or big news coming soon. Well, when is it? Ah, oh, June 17th. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, but, I, hey, and there there is a bonus to getting Burnett, right? Because Very much so. 2025, my guy right now on offense would be Alvin Henderson. 
Yeah. Mine would be Ron Williams, but I hear you on that. Yeah. You can't go hey, wrong with either one of those. How far uh, – you guys have seen Perry Thompson. Is he even in the same group as Cam Coleman? Uh, a little bit different. I'm not though. as high on – He's, in, he's an inside guy, right? Or is no, he, he's an uh, outside guy. Okay. He, think think uh, if you're trying to make a comparison, uh, and, and I don't know if he's got – if he's going to be that good, but Seth Williams would be more of your comparison, bigger body guy. You know, big catch radius kind of thing to Perry Thompson, yeah, the Alabama yeah. commitment, right? That would yeah. be your closest. Yeah, hey, I, I will. Alvin Henderson or Ryan Williams in twenty twenty five. Just, just, just toss the quarter and, and tell me which one I get. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they're they're both really good. Um, I'm partial to Ryan just because I've seen him play more. Um, Alvin's fantastic, though. I mean, look, I, I'm not. He's a he's a game changer. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with Ryan Williams. I think Ryan Williams is the Cam Coleman of 2025, if not better. Yeah, I think unofficially, I, just from what I'm, unofficially he clocked a four three at the Under Armour camp at six yeah. foot six foot one, and him. just was absolutely. Um, I mean, it didn't matter who they put on him at the camp. He was basically un- un- unguardable, you know, or unable to be covered. Yep. Uh, okay, back to 2024. We've got our offensive guys. Cam Coleman seems to be the consensus here, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Cam, Cole, Cam Coleman's consensus. Defensively, Jay Head. I'm going to go with Demarcus Riddick because of the position of need. That's that's my guy now. Um, I'm a, I'm typically a line of scrimmage guy, um, and my default answer is typically it, it would be Jeremiah Beeman, but because mm-hmm. of the need at the linebacker position, I'm kind of elevating Demarcus Riddick. Who would you take, Cole, Jamonte Waller or Jeremiah Beeman? <sighs> Beeman, really? Mm-hmm. Who do you think's the best front four guy on the board right now? Um, probably, I'm, I'm thinking of guys that are close. You know, and you can close. throw in a Jack in there if you want. I, I okay. Think, I think Beeman. I really do. I think that guy's awesome. He's a good player. Uh, you think you know, he's I'm, dominant? Yeah, I do. He, he was dominant in the game I went to and, and, um, he plays for Parker High School. They played Clay Chotville and, and as you know, Clay Chotville is loaded, right? Uh, six or seven 2024 Division One guys. With McCroy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, McCroy plays on that offensive line. Jeremiah Beeman had his way all night. Controlled the line of scrimmage. I mean, the score of the game was seven to six. That was the final score. They were not moving the football on either side. And and on, on, now Parker's got a couple guys. Jordan Crawford's another one, and he was good at the camp. But Beeman, uh, he played every position, and he played every position well, even the edge when he rushed the passer. Do you compare him to Deron Reed? I think Deron Reed might be – yeah, that's pretty good, actually. That's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. I, I think Deron Reed had a little bit more um, – I can take over the game right now about him when I saw him. But Jeremiah Beeman can do it in a different way. You know, I watched Der- Deron Reed create a couple turnovers – to get their team back in the game. It was no problem. Like, we need a big play right now? Okay, here comes Reed. You know, Beeman was more, you're not running on us. And and he does, and if you saw him in person, you'd go, hmm, that's an inside inside guy? Kind of lean. Yeah. But he weighs 270. And, you, and it almost looks like he weighs 235. You know, kind of like Falk in that way. Well, my guy on defense would be the absolute best Slobber knocker on the line of scrimmage. Like I, I, yeah. that's what I want on the defense line. Uh, you're, you're a D line guy all day long. <laughs> I love love a good defense line. No. I love a great defense. I love a dominant, just a big <laughs> dominant dick in the middle, right? <laughs> you like I mean, you like Derek Brown. <laughs> yes, Nick Fairley, Derek Brown. Yes, what? those another a guy that Auburn seems to have a shot with that. Could be that guy, and I haven't seen him as much as Camarion Franklin uh, from Mississippi. Yeah, 
That's a guy to keep an eye on for sure. He he's supposed to be coming in. I um, I don't know if I added him or not, but I checked with him earlier this morning, and he I think it's uh, it might be a day. Okay, but he's yeah, coming. Think... He's coming. Yes. But yes. So 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 Cole picked me out of defensive lineman. That's my dude. Jeremiah Beeman for right now. Yeah. He's, yeah. Jay, do you have a uh, a, a nominee? So for defensive line. Yes, sir. Um, those two are really high up on my board. The Rush kid from Pascagoula is also high on the board for me, and Justin Green is high on the board for yeah, me. Yeah, Justin Green. Because I see him projecting as more of an end. I, I question his fit at the edge. Like, I know that they're telling him that that's where, that's where we're recruiting him to Jack, and I know when they go to more of a four-down look, he absolutely can play that spot. But to me, I think we're going to be more odd front than even for the most part in this defense, and he, he yeah. fits as an end to me. This, this could um, be a Wilkie Denod situation. Yes, very much so. That's that's exactly the way it feels to me and very similar body type. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, you mentioned him before. Now, Joseph Phillips is high on the board for me from a Jack yeah. standpoint. I considered him. Yeah. Um, but Jamonte Waller is a freak show on the outside. That I mean, was my yeah. Yeah, if you put on his highlights, guys, you walk away from that and you wonder, okay, if you could land him and Phillips in this class, you're talking about a shot in the arm um, to your pass rush. And those and, two guys can absolutely uh, get after it. Same with uh, Terrence Hibbler. That's a guy that he can play too, man. He you know, can, and he he gives you some position versatility, a guy that can play the nose or he can play the three technique. He can slide he around on the interior. Point. I learned this weekend he can definitely play the nose too, which I was oh, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. He's the one guy I think that we have a real shot at that could be your nose in this class, Cole. Like I don't know anybody else on the board at the nose position. Right, right. I've got, so I'm, I've got a big dog defensive lineman. Cole, who, who was your pick? Keith, uh, Keith Niebuhr? <laughs> yeah, Keith Niebuhr. Keith Niebuhr, 100%. Beeman. I'll go with Beeman. Guys. And Riddick. Zach, jump in here and give us a, uh, your defensive guy, and then we're going to go to Keith so, on site. So, so Cole, Cole kind of took my guy. I would, I would go Beeman just because of his versatility to play inside and out. But if I had to pick an edge, I, I'm Dylan Stevenson's growing on me. I, I think okay. he's got some potential. This kid was an All-America, 20-plus sacks down in Florida. I don't know how good of a shot Auburn has with him, but if I got to pick someone, just to be in the class with our needed edge, kind of Jack, I think Stevenson would be my guy there. I like it. Good pick. Good stuff. Keith Neighbor, they're on site at Tampa Catholic, if I'm not mistaken. Keith, yeah, sorry, it's, a little, it's a little loud here. I just interviewed a cornerback, Jameer Grimsley. Auburn offered him um, in the last hey, month. Josh. Six foot three, 190 pounds. Uh, he's going to visit Auburn in a couple of weeks. But I got a special guest. I'm not the special guest. I got a really ugly special guest today. I'm asking one question and I'm going to actually let him get, do his job that they're paying him to do out here. Uh, so Q Freeze was recently here, yeah, he came was. by, met all the kids here. Yeah. Just kind of what were your initial impressions? You're a former Auburn player, you're also a prominent coach. What did you think of Hugh Freeze? Uh, get in here. Yeah, it was, no, it was, no, sorry. <laughs> that was great, man. It was great. He was He came by. We chopped it up for a while. Um, should we offer what four of our four of our kids? Um, so I have nothing but great things to say. I think he'll do a great job, and I look forward to this fall. And, and, and Darius has a really good team. Four of his players. Thanks, Darius. Four of his coach McIntyre. Excuse me. Four of his players <laughs> have Auburn offers. Uh, Jameer Grimsley, who's got, like I said, going to visit. And I'm going to have some intel on him in the next couple of days. Uh, for uh, a cornerback uh, receiver, Terrence Moore, that is six three, one ninety five. 38-inch vertical leap. Love that kid. Freak, right? Uh, very good player. And uh, Hugh Freeze actually, by the way, just FaceTimed him in the last couple of days. Auburn's working hard to get him on campus. And then Xavier Porter, a defensive lineman, and Eddie Pierre-Louis, an offensive guard. He plays tackle here. And actually, the game I went to last year really had a great game against five-star Ed, uh, edge Keon Keeley, who signed with Alabama. But I think of those four, the two to really watch, are Grimsley, the corner, and Terrence Moore, the receiver. So, Keith, you reported earlier, I think maybe last week or so, but Jameer Grimsley, or maybe it was Cole, one of the two of you guys. Uh, I didn't him, report much, yeah. Had him fishing in, at least, for a Saturday visit next Saturday, I believe, March 11th? Yeah, something like that. He thought it was like the 13th. He couldn't remember the date, but that's probably what it is. But And, and Jairus uh, McIntyre may go with him. Uh, 
just he's real interested. Uh, he's got a lot of people coming after him. Look, right before Auburn offered him, an hour before Bama offered him. I mean, so he's got a lot of people. Guys, on January 1st, he had one offer, and it was Rhode Island. Okay, he transferred in from another school. So that's kind of like when we tell, you know, uh, Jeffrey, you've done it, Jay Head, Cole, we've all told uh, subscribers and listeners that the board shifts. I mean, things change, yeah. man. Guys that yeah. you were hot and heavy on six months ago don't get any better. And new guys emerge. And this is a new guy that emerged. And let you watch the practice field out there. By the way, Jairus is, uh, was teammates here with a guy named Chan Tatum, now known as Channing Tatum. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I know him as Mike. I went to uh, – I'm from up. I'm from up Mike's way. See, I thought you He's from Coleman, Alabama. Channing actually grew up in Coleman before, I think, moving to Tampa. Yeah, he finally yep. got – somebody knocked some sense into his family. Um, mm. but I, no, I'm, kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but, uh, Matt 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 I promise you. Everybody knows I love Alabama, but the state of Alabama. But uh, so uh, Grimsley, yeah, you know, that's the guy that's moving up a lot of boards. And Unranked guy right now. Hey, Jeffrey, he's 6'3", uh, 185 to 190, and he told me he, he runs track. He's doing track right now. One of his events is the 100, his best recorded 100 time, he says. Sometimes they tell you stuff and you look it up, and it's not quite what they said, you know. But uh, he said 10.89. For That's pretty good, okay, for a guy his size. And then here's one other thing. He also plays receiver, and so he takes those ball skills to defensive back, right? I know Jay Head likes that. He, now, why didn't he get a lot of attention? He just got here. He transferred from Bloomingdale, which is, uh, I think, believe it or not, another connection. That's where Aaron Andrews went to high school at, at Bloomingdale, which is about 20 <clears throat> Can you talk? 20 what minutes. What position does he play? Yeah, 20 minutes east of uh, of uh, Tampa. So, um, yeah, Auburn's got some real traction out here. The kids like you, Freeze. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, this is a school that's been very good to Auburn historically. Um, you know, Jarris, Nate Craig Myers. Devin Barrett. Barrett, yeah. So, I mean, oh, they, yeah, Devin Barrett. Uh, you know, it's pretty I mean, I know I'm in Tampa, and I'm going to let you all do the rest of the show, yes. but the Auburn logo is still strong in Tampa, and, and it has been for a long time. There's a lot of kids. Uh, one of my friends used to work at uh, Tampa Holy Names, which is the girls' Catholic school, and then there's two big boys' schools here now. He's a Tampa Jesuit. He says you'd be amazed how many people want to send their kids to Auburn from Tampa. So, you know, so and I think that um, I think that goes with football guys too. They like it when they get up there. It's just it. There's some similarities. Tampa's a big city with a small town feel, kind of, and Auburn's a small town. So I mean, it's it uh, makes sense to me. So. Keith, is he being recruited as a corner or a safety? Yeah, some, um, he says corner or safety, and some schools even like him at receiver, believe it or not. He said Ole Miss is recruiting him at receiver, and we know what Ole Miss has done with those big, tall receivers. So uh, most of his conversation was that. Hey, Jairus, uh, Grimsley, more corner or safety for Auburn? Corner. Okay. So ask ask, ask Jairus if he can still outrun Cadillac. Can you, can you, Jeffrey Lee wants to know if you can still outrun Cadillac. I don't think so. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't going to try it either. I hear you on that. So from this, I'm going to have a 3 two, one I'm going to steal Cole's little feature, and then I'll have an, an, another update with Grimsley. Uh, and then I'm going to do a story on Jairus just talking about as a guy. He's got a unique perspective. Absolutely. Former, former player and a prominent high school coach in Tampa. Um so he's, you know, what does he think of Hugh Freeze? And I'll just give it away. I mean, I said, I said, what, I mean, is he the right guy for the job based on everything you've seen so far? Said, yes. And that's a guy who, you know, fans, he, he, I mean, he played at Auburn. He's a diehard Auburn guy. I mean, he is Auburn through and through, Jairus McIntyre. There's, there's very few people more Auburn than him. Maybe Jeffrey. But that's yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my blessing is more damn Jarris <laughs> has been so good to all of us through the years, so yeah, we're all yeah. happy to see his program becoming, you know, such a prominent uh, place down here in Tampa. So that's it. Good stuff, Keith. We appreciate awesome. you, big dog. Anytime, guys. We'll talk later. See you okay, guys. Have a good one, Keith. Thanks, guys. Fantastic on the spot reporting there from Mr. Keith Neighbor. Yeah, getting Jarris McIntyre, one of my all-time favorite receivers. You know, had a really big senior year. What was it, 2003, I think? Mm-hmm. 
I'll never, I've never seen anybody make Cadillac Williams look so slow. You remember oh on the Go Crazy? Yes, it comes oh, streaking yeah. past me. Jared yeah. had to slow down and be like, all right, cuz, let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he, it was, I'll never forget that about Jared McIntyre. 81, man, one of my favorite, one of my all time favorites. His father, Cedric McIntyre, um, was, what did he play? He played a running back, I believe, at Auburn. Is that right? I think so. I think that's right, Jeffy. I, I, I need to look that up, though, man. Yeah, I, can't, I can't place it 100%. McIntyre. I don't know how to spell McIntyre. Auburn running back, 19. Uh, he was born in 54, so in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Dang. So he is Auburn through and through, mm-hmm. Good stuff, man. I, uh, let's get some how about you's and let's wrap it up, man. I know people are ready to get back to work. They've been listening to us on our lunch break and they just can't wait to get back in front of that desk or get back in that assembly line and, uh, and get back to work. We apologize for that. But anyways, all right. Uh, how about you's this week? I've got several. I don't know why. I just felt like the board has been a little bit better as we got closer and closer to spring practice. Yeah. So, uh, what else, what, what do y'all got? I got uh, North Georgia Tiger. Okay. Nice. I have two. Uh, <clears throat> number one is Contos. Uh, I can't. He's got some numbers, but I can't remember his numbers. Contos thirty-two or something like 32, that. Thirty-two. Yeah. It's a picture of Hugh Freeze. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Every time I see it, I just think Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. So Contos, and then my second one is at Zach McKinnell. Oh, oh in the bay. Man, I was late getting to the call-in show because I was coming home from, from Carrollton, and Zach filled in, man, and I, I watched it in my truck on the way here pulling in. I was like, I hear you, Zach. He did That's fantastic. Great, great insight. He really did. Absolutely. J-Head. North Georgia Tiger. Oh. <laughs> North Georgia Tiger times two. All right, all right. Let, there you go. Let me get to mine. Uh, how, about, how, how about the dude, AU Civil? Somebody said something on the board about, I don't know, being an asshole or something, and, and AU Civil posted a picture of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I think it was Coochie. It was. <laughs> it was Coochie. Oh, I love me some Coochie. Um, at at MTV. <laughs> Coochie Rabbit. Go Coochie. Uh, at MTV Tiger 72. How about you to Trey Moro 03? How about you to Bowen Arrow for just the name oh, of yeah. his last I'm guessing his last name Bowen or his first name is Bowen and he put Arrow mm-hmm. at it. Bowen Arrow. I like Bowen name. Bowen Arrow. Yeah, he's got a good he's got a good music uh yeah, selection. Okay, all right. All right. How about you Bowen Arrow? Uh, how about you to Richard MWDE? How about you to Luke AU? How about you to Junius? Hey, guess what, Cole? How about you to Contos 32? Yeah. Mm. Square. Two, there you go. How about you to BBP? Because he recognized how great my next one was. How about you to Crawdad, man? Oh, yeah. And it's his call on Sunday night on our call-in show. Fantastic stuff. BBP giving him some love. How about you to Wardam 23? How about you to Papa? Woody, who's, who's almost become a regular on my How About You list. How about you to O-Dub, O-D-W-B? How about you, Big Dog? How about you to Snobby Jogger? Mm. Uh, now, Snobby Jogger dates back to my time with Rivals. And there was this girl yes. in the neighborhood, well, just as sweet as she could be, her and her husband both. Just talked to him the other day as well. And so I'm driving through the neighborhood. You know, I just had a conversation with him at, like, the pool and stuff. And, oh, man, you know, man, I you guys are great. Oh, nice to meet you. All right, whatever. And then, you know, I, I see her running down the sidewalk. And I was like, hey, you know, remember me? She's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then I, so I, I saw her hubby the other day. I thought I'd bring her back in the mix. How about you, the snobby jugger? And then my, my, my final go. how about you of the day, news today out of Auburn was Joe Bernardi. How about you, the Joe Bernardi? Yes. New offensive line coach at Troy. I'm a huge Bernardi fan. Always have been since I met him uh, back in 2022 uh, when he came to Auburn as the uh, analyst. I, I I thought he was a rock star then, and and, and most people that knew him knew he wouldn't be an analyst for long. 
Uh, he was the interim tight ends coach, I believe, after Harson was fired yes. for Cadillac, and then went back as an uh, <coughs> excuse me assistant offensive line coach to Jake Thorne. Dude was very instrumental in Auburn's 2023 offensive line class. That transitional period, he held it together. Was a big reason that Auburn was able to help hold it together, and um, was named toy offensive line coach. So big, how about you to Joe Bernardi? Absolutely. He he deserves it. Troy's a really great program underneath John Summerall right now. I think their actual their previous offensive line coach just got hired by the Houston Texans, which shows you that he's hired a quality staff down there. And, you know, he sees Bernardi in the same way we do if he's adding to a staff with him. So, yeah, really great to see that guy get a chance to be on the field and to run his own room. Mm. Good stuff, man. Hey, great show, fellas. We appreciate it, man. We thanks. Thanks to everyone who was listening. Uh, thanks to everyone who watched. We appreciate everybody. Again, Auburn Live on 3 has got a special going right now. Four months for 10 bucks, <clears throat> 250 a month, man, for the next four months. Can't beat it. It's like a cute puppy. We appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody. For J-Head, for Keith down in Tampa, for Jeff McIntyre over there, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay out of that left lane. See ya. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.